day 10 feels like a small milestone. It is probably not even the end of the beginning, but I need to set small goals, so optimistically I could be 10% of the way through my recovery. Today also marks two weeks since my second COVID vaccination shot, so I'm now officially fully vaccinated. Given that my current situation allows for limited social engagement, this will not significantly alter our plans. But I'm happy to play my small part in making the community safer for us all. The COVID situation in Ontario is slowly improving, but it has been a long road. Patience is tested when circumstances are beyond our control. Today, I'm thankful for small steps, keeping patient and positive through adversity, and for progress. Where is God when things are hard? Do you ever feel like God has abandoned you, or at least retired to a safe distance? David asks God a question that has a lot of assumptions to it. He is not asking himself why God feels far away. He is asking God why he has distanced himself and why he has hidden himself. Why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In his arrogance, the wicked man hunts down the weak who are caught in the schemes he devises. He boasts about the cravings of his heart. He blesses the greedy and reviles the Lord. In his pride, the wicked man does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. His ways are always prosperous. Your laws are rejected by him. He sneers at all his enemies. He says to himself, nothing will ever shake me. He swears, no one will ever do me harm. His mouth is full of lies and threats. Trouble and evil are under his tongue. He lies in wait near the villages. From ambush, he murders the innocent. His eyes watch in secret for his victims. Like a lion in cover, he lies in wait. He lies in wait to catch the helpless. He catches the helpless and drags them off in his net. His victims are crushed. They collapse. They fall under his strength. He says to himself, God will never notice. He covers his face and never sees. Arise, Lord, lift up your hand, O God. Do not forget the helpless. Why does the wicked man revile God? Why does he say to himself, he won't call me to account? But you, God, see the trouble of the afflicted. You consider their grief and take it in hand. The victims commit themselves to you. You are the helper of the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked man. Call the evildoer to account for his wickedness that would not otherwise be found out. The Lord is king for ever and ever. The nations will perish from his land. You, Lord, hear the desire of the afflicted. You encourage them and you listen to their cry, defending the fatherless and the oppressed, so that mere earthly mortals will never again strike terror. David moves away from this opening rhetoric to talk again about the characteristics of the wicked and the arrogant. The pattern of behaviour that is increasingly evident as a theme in many of these early psalms. The wicked hunt down the weak who are caught in the schemes they devise. 
They boast about the cravings of their hearts. They bless the greedy and revile the Lord. They are self-seeking, scheming and dreaming, rewarding those who want a bit of the action, having nothing to do with God. In their pride, they do not seek the Lord. In all their thoughts, there is no room for God. Arrogance and pride are the markers of lives opposed to God's plans and purposes. Pride is like kryptonite to godly living and effective leadership. If your struggle is pride, it may well be worth stepping away from leadership and seeking to reduce your influence over others. Because although your schemes and dreams will find some enthusiasts attracted by the potential of sharing in the rewards, for the weak and the vulnerable, the consequences will be wounding and entrapment, and you will likely make shipwreck of your own soul. Godless influence will reap its own harvest. In the short term, interestingly, it will lead to prosperity. Hang on. Hang on, that can't be right. Narcissists get promoted because they promise to get results and often do. Saul politically was a more successful king than David, but hardly a great example of spiritual leadership. The one who rejects God's law and sneers at his enemies, this one prospers. The idea that a good thing has a good result and a bad thing has a bad result is karma. And not only is it not a Christian idea, it is not true. Many have achieved power, wealth and fame through unscrupulous behaviour, cheating and lies. The trappings of success do not indicate that you have done well. This kind of person is deep in self-delusion. They believe they are invulnerable and invincible. Nothing will ever shake me. Nothing can harm me. Out of this sense of their own immortality flow lies and threats, trouble and evil, ambush and murder, secrecy and planning harm, identifying victims and doing them harm. He says to himself, God will never notice, which resonates with where David starts his song. Is it true that God is oblivious, preoccupied, busy with other things? David asked God to arise and come to the defence of the weak, the helpless and the innocent, to see the trouble of the afflicted. It is as if the opening question sets the tone for the refrain, asking God to be near to defend the troubled, to comfort the grieving, help the fatherless and break the arm of the oppressor, to call the wicked to account and dispense justice. God brings wickedness to light. Without God, people get away with murder. We do not want those who murder, lie, deceive, ambush and rob to get away with it. A constant theme of movies and TV shows is criminals being brought to justice. Lady Justice is an embodiment of officers of the British legal system. She is often depicted in sculpture as wearing a blindfold. It is intended to illustrate the impartiality of the law. God is not blindfolded. God sees and judges with justice. He is the king forever and ever. God is different 
totally different from the mortals. God rules over the nations, their rising and their falling. He hears and encourages the afflicted. He listens and defends the fatherless and the oppressed. God cares for people on the margins. He lifts the underclass and values the downtrodden. Those who have no voice are heard by the King of Kings. Who will turn the tables and stop the oppression and the terror permanently? God is not far away. If everything is against you, God is on your side. If you have nothing, God can and will provide.